in the internet era bro it'd be a lot of conscious and subconscious little hate like for people that's right in front of you bro like picture somebody that you know probably a friend trying to start a new business you know what i'm saying you're not gonna give them a little repost you're not really gonna you know what i'm saying spread the word support 110 but they got somebody clean across the country and you just acting like they just straight up church tabernacle you know what i'm saying you just co-signing this gassing it oh sharing it oh you seeing this all this craziness you know what i'm saying i'm not sure if that boils down to like you thinking like damn maybe i should be doing what the homie doing or like damn why why they getting further they just started and they getting further why am i still in the same spot some bad shit saying this all to say man this just brings me to my next point bruh my son the uncle he dropped this stuff on all platforms. He real deal Holyfield on all platforms, man. Stream that. Download that. And if you're real, man, go on iTunes, just buy that. It's not even 10 bones, man. Support that. It's gas music. Real gas quality. I say, whoa, welcome to the Best Friend Weekend Podcast. It's your man out, though. Nice. It's your boy, Raj Move. Wow, it's your boy, Los, a.k.a. C.A.P. Yeah, man. I mean, like Rumble, he put the horse before the cart, Raj. I mean, I know you be the cart, the horse, the horse and the cart. <laughs> he did a little bit because, I mean, one of the things that definitely was going to get spoke about, the Uncle's EP out in all, you know what I'm saying, all streaming platforms. My Phase God. 2 is what it's called. Shut if you go to Linktree forward slash uh, Uncle Trent, you'll see, be able to look at it on Spotify and Apple Music and wherever else. The boy yeah. even got a link that gives you the instrumentals to mm-hmm. all his cuts, so you can go mm-hmm. freestyle over them boys when you're off that drink. Now, come on, man. Yeah. Who doing it better you, I, than the, the uncle? uncle the uncle is official, right? Like, I really feel like the uncle is putting out a product that uh, that is official. It's not just mm-hmm. like, oh, I'm just throwing some stuff for y'all to listen no. to. I'm in my I'm in my basement making. You know, and that man really put some work into his craft. And where oh, yeah. I I don't know anyone else that has. I don't know personally anyone else that has a clean album. And an explicit album. He's the first person in the history of my life that I know that put out a product and had two different versions. You, you know what? was real crazy about that, that uncle. Uh, I, he he sent me the uh, the rough edits like six months ago. Oh, okay, and uh, <laughs> no, I wasn't saying that. <laughs> but uh, no, it's just like I was. You know, and when I, I'd be sitting around chilling, I listen to them, and some of them all had a verse on there. Some of them they weren't. They were it were incomplete songs. And then he'll update it. Um, he's seen on the notes how you can share more notes and say, "Oh, uncle updated whatever." So I go listen to it, and I'd be like, "Ooh!" Like I hit him, like, "I see you working." And then when I uh, he finished it enough, I said, "Boy, this the one." Um, like just to watch him kind of work and diligent go through it. Like I'm, I'm proud of that boy, man. Shout out to Uncle Dog. I'm really proud of that guy, dog. He just chasing status because he wants status. We want status. <laughs> he status. She wants status. She wants we status. all want the status. <laughs> That's my guy right there. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's my little cut, that status, man. So, yeah, y'all check out the Uncle EP. 
know what I'm saying? Uh, every every time you come up with something new, every time you're doing something big, you know, uh, Best Friend Weekend is always going to be the first supporter. Yeah. So y'all make sure y'all get that. Man, use that STEMI money, man. They passed that STEMI. I mean, I ain't getting none. <laughs> you know what I'm me, saying? I ain't me neither. Y'all still not y'all won't. I pray to God I get that stimmy. You know what I'm saying? I, I ain't I, I, need I ain't getting I, need I, ain't get, I, need, I mean they said some I numbers like seventy five, eighty thousand. I can't get none. But listen. No, nah, I don't make I don't make half that. I need all that Uncle Sam. I don't know what he's talking you, about. When you get that stimmy though, man, spend a little bit on that uncle, man. But yeah, it's gonna I know I heard they didn't pass the unemployment um. I mean, not not sorry, not unemployment. The minimum wage part, oh, but man. I mean, you know, it is. They'll give that money forever now. They, they, we give y'all, we'll break y'all off, but we ain't gonna just keep giving y'all extra money. Now. Y'all gotta relax. Gotta I mean, I think they, I, I think they just looked into the, you know, the the plan was a plan at one point in time. It was an idea at first, and it was mm-hmm. a plan, and then they just reviewed the plan, and it was like, oh, I mean, we like, can't, nah. we can't do this. Like this, this is gonna cost us too much. So. Yeah. <laughs> Minimum wage will stay at a that it was trying to double it. I mean, what is it? Though? I think the federal minimum wage is at seven dollars and some change, right? And they were trying to raise that thing to fifteen. Yeah, they're trying to double up. I, 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 mean, I mean, from a from a large from a corporate perspective, as a drop in the bucket, but for small businesses, that's a lot. Can small businesses make me sick? That <laughs> <laughs> burn your booty. Burn your booty. Everybody talk like small businesses is the lifeblood of this country and all the rest of this. Man, small business or large business, nigga, pay people what they deserve to be paid. Exactly. <laughs> That's all. Yeah. I, 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 my, I, my thing is, my thing is, you, you, you're making a living. You know what I mean? You're right. making a living. So <laughs> you got them folks slaving for that little segment by the time Uncle Sam get through hitting them. You know what I mean? And then you cut their hours down. Come on now. I just, if, your business, if, your business too, if your business too small to pay them people minimum wage, then you should be working putting all the sweat equity in. When your business get big exactly. enough to pay them people, uh, you can't. You, you just can't. You just can't have all them goddamn workers. You can't have them. All. So let me, ask, let me ask you afford. a question: If I'm paying, if I, if my, if my Shit. business is centered around hiring like, like high school illegals. And, oh, no, bad. not not illegals. Yeah. Like high schoolers, like Chick young filet. people. Like I got young people working for me. Like like let's say a car wash. I know when y'all boys go through the drive through car wash, ain't no old people working there. It's all whippersnappers. <laughs> I'm, I gotta pay them people that's living in their mom and daddy house fifteen dollars an hour. I'm just saying. I, I yes. No. Okay. Why? So I think I think the the what I what I think is awesome is that um, that's fucked up. Yeah, we're in our mid to late thirties, and you use the term. Cutting, I gotta pay them people fifteen dollars. Cutting, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> Shit costs more nowadays, right? I mean, yes, when we, no, when we was young, $15 would have been crazy expensive. Oh, I mean, you know why? Because $6 would have got you a half a tank of gas when yeah, we were in high school. So, $15 an hour, you can't support yourself in Denver. You can't. Like, you cannot live alone. Okay. On so, there you go. In you can't. No, it, it, no, it's somewhere you can stay. Now, but that's what I'm saying. I, there is no, not, not in Denver. Like, in Denver, you cannot. I'm Not even in the hood. It's no, it's no efficiency I can get making fifteen, working forty hours a week, making fifteen hours a hour. How much? How much that gentrification? Al? So in the city of Al, Denver, how much no. is that? That ain't no money. Al, how much is that? That ain't no. Money. I know that. I'm just saying. How That's much? Six hundred dollars a month. A week. I mean, twenty four hundred a month before You'll taxes. 
before oh, taxes. Bro, yeah, come on. I mean, you, you cannot, <laughs> you can't support yourself. You would have to live in That's a, like 1800 for the, in the for hood. The hood. Well, <laughs> but, you, but you know what, though? If you and your homeboy get together, you got a roommate. Well, you're not, you're talking about, now you're talking about something different. Yeah, you go, that's why you got to go get a roommate or <laughs> do something else. So it is you. You can't you can't support yourself in that. I I I I I think that some professions do deserve to get paid that. But if the federal minimum wage was fifteen dollars an hour, there's certain jobs that aren't fifteen dollars an hour jobs, and there's certain places you could live on less than fifteen dollars an hour. Name one job that's not a fifteen dollar hour job. Working at the car wash. Wiping the you back know, window oh, no. on the way on your way into the car. Man, no, Edo Edo no. pay them people more than fifteen dollars. Straight up. Yes, yes. My thing is this though. You know how many cars <laughs> that man wash in an hour? You can that man that mean he can get a fifteen dollars. I'm, I'm not I, talking about hour, a car washer. I'm talking about at a like drive through drive car through wash. car wash. Yeah, yeah. Like if you one of uh, them little high school students at the but, drive, but you only car got two wash. workers at the. You only got two workers there though. I mean, you just throwing shit around now. Like, no, he, no, dead, I'm dead no, ass. no, no, no. I'm I, dead ass. He, I, I went to one last week, and it was only two niggas out there. I mean, two yes. like high schoolers out there, two whippersnappers yeah. out there. One person, one, one person to uh, tell you to come in the right everything way. Everything else run person, by the yeah. Everything else run yeah, by the machine. And one person to be like, you know, uh, <laughs> if if you need help with the little pay thing, and then here run back and make sure to clean up, take the trash out. You know, two people working that thing, man. I'm pretty sure they got more more than just two employees. So maybe there was two people working on that particular day. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. If you only keep it two on the clock at the same time, it's just like having. But two it was employees. a line. It's a line, though. They got he got enough to pay them people fifteen dollars an hour. Though. That's more than enough money. I, I just don't. I just disagree. I, I think that they did a good thing taking that out of the the. Uh, the, the Raj, I get you, I get your point about um. There are probably some occupations that aren't fifteen dollar worthy. I get your point. I get your point. But I mean, that becomes the whole idea of should you be running a business if you can't employ afford to pay the employees what the cost Maybe of living hostess. is? Maybe a hostess don't need fifteen dollars no, to tell me where so to sit at. I, what I'm saying is, is there's fifteen dollar an hour jobs in Denver that are good jobs in other places. So let's take a place like Enterprise. You can get paid fifteen dollars, and that's you know perceived as a good job. You can get paid fifteen dollars an hour at Enterprise in Denver and be live like a poor person. But fifteen dollars in what? New Iberia is you, you'll be straight. Like you could, well, I'm not saying you, that you'll be rich, but you'll be straight. You're touching, you're touching on something that I think is a very interesting point. And I mean, like bigger picture, how um, you know, I started this talking about how you know if you make seventy five or eighty thousand dollars, whatever it is. You're not gonna get the stimulus check of fourteen hundred, and like Roger making a very very good point. If you live in New Iberia or you live in Shreveport and you make seventy five thousand dollars, you're doing very Ooh. well. Like you 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 can buy properties. You know you're what I mean? Like you're, you're, you're doing you you can play the stocks. You could do all the stuff that people do you're when they don't want to have a job. Cut naked. You can play the stocks. Yeah. You can buy. You can do all of that. Right. But if you're making seventy five thousand dollars in Denver, or more specifically in like San Francisco, Oof. you can't even uh, you don't you poor. can't live. You're LA, poor. LA. So the crazy thing <laughs> to me is that they're saying y'all can't get it, and you can, and it's just, that's crazy to me. That's crazy. I feel like cost of living in cities has to go into account to see if you can get that stimmy. Mm-hmm. Well, what's and, and you know what's sad about that is like I mean I completely agree with that. Um, is that like me and you can sit here on this podcast and brainstorm that together and come up with like at least a decent <laughs> at best idea. 
and 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 they can't. You know, like they, they don't. Can't. At least mm-hmm. I'm not saying that they can't. But yeah, no, nah, they choose not to. Mm-hmm. Cost of living should factor into it at some point. I, I will say, shout out to my brother. My brother thinks if you give it to one person, you should give it to everybody, no matter what they make. Yeah. Spoken like somebody who makes eighty one thousand dollars. <laughs> eighty thousand in one dollar. <laughs> yeah, right. No, no, that's I mean it, that one I think that that's a it's an interesting thing, but you know, then the other part comes it's like do you give Bill Gates fourteen hundred dollars, right? Then you know it no becomes way. like a he said, yeah, I use that. Of course, of course that was my next rebuttal. Do you give that to billionaires? I, I don't agree. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think there has yeah, to be a sure. cutoff. I just think that arbitrarily saying seventy five thousand. I mean, maybe it's really smart people. Maybe they had brainstorming sessions, like you said, Roger. They settled on seventy five thousand. Is is Did, what is I'm, the people well, under seventy five thousand is hurt? It's so many more people under seventy five thousand is over seventy five thousand. Hell yeah, hell so yeah. This so this is what this is my. Maybe that's eighty percent of the population. You know? <laughs> yeah, they like you know we can't get the rest of y'all twenty on your own, man. <laughs> I, I came up with I came up with this was my I mean it, I, this this went way left. I actually think it went way right because it's a good conversation. Um, I think that they should give us the stimulus check or the stimulus on a like a debit card that you can't cash that you gotta spend and some for i don't know how you i don't know how you so they can track that. what you no not necessarily go back to data Katrina. not necessarily that i'm saying he's that saying just to stimulate that the economy spend it mm-hmm. like you can't mm-hmm. just pocket the must put it in the save it and put it in your mutual fund you gotta mm-hmm. you gotta you know what i'm saying you gotta spend it somewhere so it'll get taxed mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I mean, I get, I get it. If, if the goal is to stimulate the economy, as opposed to like the goal being for like the people who've lost the wages and everything else, and they just need to catch up, you know, like that's the kind of that's that's the idea. Because some people are gonna use that fourteen hundred dollars to pay like debt that they didn't Bills. accumulate. Yes, I'm about to say that. yeah. I mean, I'm, but I'm, 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 but I'm assuming you could do that with a debit card, right? I, like, yeah, I would assume. assume. And yeah. you can and you can send money to your Bitcoin with a debit card too. Yeah, but but it wouldn't be that type of that type of debit card. It would be like a, a gift card almost in 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 a sense. You can pay your rent with a gift card. You cannot, I don't think, buy a Bitcoin with a gift card. I don't know. Maybe you can, but you just have to you have to spend it. They should make it a way where if we're gonna give it to everybody or if we're gonna give it to more people, then you gotta spend it. You can't save it. Well, it, I don't think it's tax if I pay my paying my light bill and stuff with it though. Sure, it is on my phone bill. Oh, okay, just ask. it's tax on your light bill. In your phone bill, for sure, on your phone bill in that industry, and light bill too. You're right. So I mean, if my light bill was like ninety nine dollars and forty three cents, and then I went to use my card, and my card only had ninety eight dollars and seventy four cents, that would burn my boot. That would burn. (laughs) (laughs) Now let me tell y'all another thing that burns my boot at this week. Man, the first thing that burns my boot at is people who people who stop um, at the and who actually shop. The front items at like home goods, at home, Marshalls, etc. They burn my booty. Talking about the register? By the register. You know it how they was, always got their like, wraparound daddy lines over yeah, there? Listen, <laughs> I, I don't like it when, when you shop it, you shopping when you're not in line. That part? 
Oh my fucking god! So wait, hold on. Okay, okay. So I reserve judgment until I actually heard because it's you. you burn my Buddha. The segment usually has some context. To it. So um, I've never seen that before. Oh I've never god. seen someone oh, shop the dog. front. No, I've been in line before. So like, so you know, like, I get long in Marshalls, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, in line. Los, wait, explain it to him. Like in at Walmart, it's just like the little two things with with like some snacks and like yeah. some TV guys yeah, and some other nah, little shit. Nah. At Marshalls, it's like the, a long the snake. It's almost a, yeah, snake. it's a little snake daddy. So you in there and you're like the twenty fourth person, and you're still in the, inside the little snake daddy. They got all kind of stuff beside you, right? <laughs> Charges, all just nick, nick necks and paddy wax, just all kind of random shit, right? So <laughs> if you're in line and you're shopping. You know, they do this, I guess, so you won't get bored. But it's some. It's always somebody who's not in line who pushes past 85 people to get to a phone case. And, like, and they'll sit there and really be shopping the phone case in the way. <laughs> like, all in the way. Oh, excuse me, excuse me. In the way. And then find what they want and then go all the way back and start shopping for something else. I'll go back in the line. That's insane. I'm familiar with I'm familiar with the uh, with the front counter items because I mean I like to look, but as I'm moving through the line, you know, like exactly. I like to see what's going on. I didn't know that people actually oh my like God, went they had there. a ride. So you know, obviously, you said it's context. It had to have happened to me this week. Right. There was a lady who had her basket turned like 48 degrees to where you mm. could I couldn't pass around it, no. and she no. wasn't all the way at the front of the line. She was kind of in the no. middle. And it was like one person waiting at the front, and then it was mm. her like blocking. And when I mm. went to try to go around there in the basket, she made a move like, "Oh, nigga, I'm oh, in no. line. I'm in line. Yeah. Like, yeah. hold up, no." Wait, so she wasn't there? Like, so she just cut? No, she no, was already she was there. In line. But yeah. she, but she wasn't even like you know how to like the line was had like where you're supposed to wait for the line was probably yeah. a good eight. About 10 feet further than where she was. Mm. So she never made it to like the part where they would be like, hey, come on next, ma'am. She was holding the line. She was holding the line way far back because she she was was shopping. (laughs) (laughs) Now, you see, that's that's, that's just a Mm. lack of courtesy. Because there has been times when I'm in the line. I'm in the line. I I don't usually, I don't typically have a basket at TJ Maxx, but... Or, or Marshalls, but so y'all have like no. items in my hand, and I might be looking. Yeah. And if I'm interested in something, I'm gonna tell somebody they could just go ahead, like go mm-hmm. pass me up because I'm looking at an item. And yeah. and to me, the the re- the return of courtesy would be the next person in line would be like, "All right, I'm done looking. You mind if I if I hop in right here because I'm not going to the back of the line." Cause if she was 56 degrees, I could have passed by. Right, she was 48. <laughs> so I'm saying. <laughs> But if she if she was fifty six degrees and she said nah, bro, I'm in line. You're not passing. <laughs> yeah, nah, that, that would have been an issue. This though, and it'd be the chick with the kids. Like she had two, three oh. kids. They be um, yeah. oh man, listen. Now that I'm thinking about it, last week we was in line. This I didn't even have this in written down. I forgot how much this burned my booty because I, I made a scene in the stove for the first time in a long time. Um, I was at the Dollar Dollar General going to pick up something. My mom was like, "Go grab something real quick." Boom. I'm in line, and it's like a lady at the thing with a buku stuff, and they they up there mm-hmm. calling like somebody else come to register one. Then it's like this, um, like this 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 Indian lady behind me with her little boy. He got like two little trucks in her hand that he about to buy. Mm-hmm. Then I'm behind her with my my couple of things, some wrapping paper and some other stuff. Then it's this 
bad built lady standing behind me with like a few things and then it's another lady behind her so it's a lot right the mm-hmm. other lady the, the other store person comes to the next aisle and opens up the aisle and the bad built woman behind me you know you know, in, you know in line runs you know, over there runs over to the next line oh, and wow. I say hey man like I had my mask on but I was like hey man I said that's wild as hell yeah and and she said what you wanna go mm. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I said, it's, and you know me, I'm like, it's, it, it wasn't my turn to go. It's the lady right here in front of me turn to go. Yes. Like, like if she want to go, you might want to ask her. And the lady's like, no, like, no, the little Indian lady, like, no, no, you don't have to. And then, um, and then she went and was like, hmm, and turned her head and started checking out like bad build, terribly built. So, mm-hmm. um, after she finished up, whatever, the lady behind me, like you go, she like, you go ahead, man. Like if the lady don't want to go, you go ahead. She like, but she was wrong as hell. She was wrong mm-hmm. as hell. So I mean, yeah, that that not knowing your space in line, right? That that burned the hell. No, I, I, I don't. Even, I, and I, I'm guilty of that. Uh, I, I don't care. Uh, <laughs> it's oh not know my space. Oh if my you're God. not looking, if you're not looking over there when they open, especially at Walmart, when they open that new daddy and that Walmart line back there by the stereos, now they open a new daddy. I can get there before you. Okay. Look. So, so Los, I'm going to give you a pass because at Walmart, it's probably six tellers going on at the same time. So anybody <laughs> from any one of those six lines can go to when that light new come one. On, yeah, anyone could go to the new one. So the next person up in each line saying, does yeah. isn't necessarily the next person. Yeah. It's it's not obvious that they should be. There. I get what you're saying. Man. When one line is open up, <laughs> God damn, it got to be the next person going. Got to be the next. But person. see, I, I I blame I blame that seven dollar hour worker because. <laughs> <laughs> you got to know <laughs> to tell the next lady. Did you not got to say next. 15, dog. <laughs> no, yeah, no, no, if, no, no. If you were charging fifteen, they would have known. If you were paying them fifteen, she would have known to call the next person. That's but right. since you're only charging seven, that's what you get. My dad always said, "You pay for what you get, son." I mean, hey, Los, listen. Case. I think I just to touch on that again. You have a point. I think that you would get a better quality of service if people were paid more. <laughs> uh, but I just don't think that it's sustainable i don't think i mean for dollar general yeah dollar, i think dollar general can afford to pay their employees 15 dollars an hour for 22 cent general if, it is if you're especially busy, if you just dollar tree and in uh, and its competitors were doing the same thing um but i don't think that <laughs> um Los's limousines can afford to pay that. You know what I'm <laughs> no, no. Yes, yes, yes. We can. Yes, we can. I'm. I'm just going to fire two limo drive. Raj, that's my big point. I mean, Los's I'm limousines. Have to drive. Los needs to drive if they if he can't afford to yes, employ. I'm gonna have to drive. <laughs> that's how I feel about that. This, I'm gonna have to drive, man. That's but anyway, that's neither here nor there, man. Let me tell you another thing that burns my Buddha this week, and that's um, kids who quote unquote start businesses man i'm sick and tired of that man like every, online seeing like oh this 12 year old started this business where they did this or this i remember the first time i saw it was like this one kid he was like seven or eight and he was on stage mm-hmm. at this conference talking about how he started this um he made this app and he started this app business and he's doing so well and everybody cheering and shit that burns my booty <laughs> and mama spending up all the money uh you know uh, uh, i don't like them young them little youtube sensation kids who sit and play with uh what's that stuff them kids like to make? Uh slime for two hours and, and get paid. I don't like them. Either. Well, I mean they get paid because they people watch it. Mm-hmm. I know, but I don't like I don't like they them. do little reviews of opening toys and shit. But my point is just 
I don't like the connotation or the idea that quote unquote that kid started a business. Yeah, I because that's I, never I the thing. I understood <laughs> that because it's not it's not the kid most likely. It's the the yeah, man or woman yeah. behind the kid. Yeah, just giving. So the just kid say that. I I did. I did. I did. My homeboy, his daughter started a business. She she started. She got a doll. She sell dolls. Nah, he go. Nah, he go. Now here he fucking go. He gotta be a jerk. You got there's one there's one in every every group. Yes, my 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 four year old right 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 my four year old daughter um created this thing. She went online and googled it and figured out how to do it and get the fuck out of it. Come on, man. Kids starting businesses burn my booty. Man, let me tell you another thing that burns my booty, and that's people who choose to try to call me out for muting my phone. When I order fast food, why do you mute your phone? When you order fast food. Why do I? I mean, uh, let me touch on that because you don't need to know what I'm ordering. <laughs> you don't need to know that. Point, I, you don't need to know point. what I like. I don't need you casing me like that. So I might go to I might oh. go to McDonald's and get the burger that you thought I was a cl- like only clowns ordered. Why would he want real. that extra piece of bread in the middle of his two his two patty? Oh, see, I don't care like that. I don't, I don't I'm not even about to give you. A, I'm not even about to give you the opportunity to care or not, because you're gonna be on mute. Oh, I guess so. Mirage, why people always feel like they gotta be like, oh man, you just put me on mute to, to order your food, bro? Relax. Yeah, I got what I got. You why don't you need to about, know. Why are you worried about what I'm getting? Let me get yeah, four double cheeseburger. Let me get four double cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, boy, you're hungry, huh? You see, I don't want that. That's the that's the issue, Los. I don't I don't need your judgment, cutting. I don't need you to say, boy, you're hungry. I also I also um so have surrounded myself with uh, a band of buffoons, and if they know that they're on speakerphone with my Apple CarPlay, and there's someone talking to me at the window, and I'm trying to order my food, that they're gonna oh, clown. Yeah, yeah. They're gonna they're gonna oh yeah, let me get the let me get the uh the frozen peas, you know. Yeah. I just turned the volume. I just turned the volume. Down. I don't push on you. I just turned the volume down so they can't hear you saying that's stupid. So you'd rather them here than oh man no Los. I mean I'm 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 sticking the way I do it, man. I'm mute you boys. I'd be like, hold up a second. Everybody think I'm clicking to the other line because nobody know you pull it up to get this. You don't food. even need to know I'm getting food, right? Um, until that boy say how much. Well, that's too late now. 25, 26. That's too late. You uh-huh. have no clue what's going on by that time. 25, 26. What, what, you, what you did? Man, don't worry what, about Apple it. What happened? Boy, got a two foot two. Handling business. Yes. I'm just, I just had some stuff to take care of, man. I have to go pay this bill. <laughs> <laughs> boy, boy, supporting a seven year old business right now. Man, it is what it is, man. These these are real things. These are these are real issues that that's people right. have, man. You know what I'm saying? Get with it or get lost, man. Oh, another thing that burned my boot at this week is parents who move because their kids are going to have a better education in another school district. Mm. That burns my boot at People think you can you can't learn anywhere. <laughs> let me let me ask you this. I don't I don't I don't know quite how I feel about that, but let me ask you about this. I had a family that moved that were that was coming in the uh, take care of some business, and um, <laughs> and they moved because because in Denver there's like a world renowned cheerleader um, cheerleading academy cheerleading gym, and that's why they moved to Denver. I thought that that okay. was kind of weird. 
Okay, so I saw the first episode of Shout Out Real Quick, Last Chance You Basketball mm-hmm. came out this week. Mm-hmm. Okay. Going to be, I'm already 15 minutes into the I'm, first episode. I'm binging it this week. Okay. That's what I was um, I'm binging that day. But I watched that Amazon, um, Bronny Them. I watched like yeah. the first episode of it. I don't remember what that shit called. I watched the whole thing. Okay. Uh, but it's the Sierra Canyon boys basketball team. Yeah. And the first episode, they had one of the boys on the team move from Boston to L.A. Chicago. Him and his, him and his mama to come play mm-hmm. high school basketball. So it's kind of the yeah. same thing like you're talking about, right? It's like mm-hmm. moving. But that's moving for extracurricular. Like you said, cheerleading, mm-hmm. a- athletics. I'm just talking by straight like, man, the school's bad. So I'm moving yep. over here. Yep. Would, I, so you wouldn't you wouldn't do that. I I just don't get where parents think that they're these educational professionals who know what's good schools and what's not. I don't. And, I, I I don't get that. And it's not it's not. But they looking at districts like mm-hmm. it's in each district. It's it's bad teachers in those districts. Like <laughs> and, and the and best schools is bad teachers. Absolutely. It, yeah, and every one of those schools they have bad teachers there. And and the thing about it, a lot of times you have bad teachers. Teaching a classroom full of kids who are uh, who are succeeding and passing. Mm-hmm. Those kids want to learn though, too. So it's a bunch of stuff that go into it. But yeah, it's bad teachers at every school. You can't out you can't outrun bad teachers. And if your child really wants to learn, they can learn anywhere. And guess what? They're gonna be the valedictorian in a little dumb school and be top three in their <laughs> class and get to go to college because they was the best ones for free. <laughs> for free <laughs> at that terrible school. I, I mean, yeah, I I just never get it. I never get how, um, and Raj, I think you spoke to a point that I, I guess eventually I would have got to, but you went right to the heart of the the issue. And to me, the heart of the issue is making life decisions for your family, like your you and your spouse and where y'all going to live and whatever, based yeah. upon your kid's school. And I think that, you know, I'm like, I, I got a kid on the way. So it's like, it's something to consider that maybe my life is going to change and maybe I'm going to think about it like, like. You know, with that as like, oh man, I want to make sure that that my son is going to be in a school that's great. But I just don't think so. I think what's more important to me is that I live close to where we work. That there's um, that like it's it's convenient. We're not spending a whole bunch of money on time commuting. That it's like safe. Like these are things want, that <laughs> yeah, you don't want them at Eastside High. We're not saying exactly. Hey, your kid at Eastside High, nothing. But we're saying if the school is decent. It's a decent school, you know, you as a parent are present and you're, you know, backing up what your te- what teacher is doing in, in the school, your, your kid will be okay. You so didn't you, go to Huntington. Where you went to high school, Los? Booker T. Washington. You went to Booker T. Washington. Raj, where you went to high school? Westgate. Westgate, Sen- Westgate High School. And I went to New Iberia Senior High. Cutting these are all public, big public schools with terrible yes. teachers and, and decent teachers and some good yes. teachers. So I'm, and I'm some fine. Great teachers, I'm, yeah. just, I'm just trying to understand you. You basically what burns your boot ends when they split hairs. Because if I take, yeah. if, if mm-hmm. I'm moving somewhere mm-hmm. to a, mm-hmm. a superior district, I guess if you will, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. if that exists, educate me, uh, then it wouldn't burn your boot end. Well, Raj, I would say that the, I mean, and I hate to put it this way. But the minute you go to like a parochial school or you go to private school, then I'm okay with it. Go to private school because there are certain things that I think that private schools afford, which is smaller, smaller class sizes, a little bit more structure, probably, you know, like certain things that 
that your kid is going to get out of going to a private school. Yes. College preparation. Too, yeah, it's some yes. things they won't get, but it's some things they're going to get. not certified. That's the only thing. Yeah. But, yeah. but academically, I think there's certain yeah, things yeah. that they're going to get, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that the other side of it, if you're going from public school to public school system, Raj, it is what you just said. To me, it's splitting hairs. And I'm not sure how Denver is. Is it like a... Well, you said you, you don't really be knowing the Denver landscape like this, but is it just like Denver School District? and then, Or is it like Edgewood School District and Inglewood School District and Aurora School District? And Yeah, I think... I mean, I think it's based on counties, but um, okay. but that may have been just a complete guess. So I, the real answer is... I don't. <laughs> this dude is crazy. I'm telling you this, this but dude it's is probably not, not a real thing. That, no, he said he said, yeah, I think it's based on kind of, but it may not be true. Just I might be lying. I mean, that's how it was when we grew up, you know? Like Los, y'all was in what? Uh Caddo Parish schools? Yeah, Caddo Parish. And we was in Iberia Parish schools. So it's like the schools were done by the parishes, by the counties. That's not mm-hmm. how it is in Texas. In Texas, it's like independent school districts. And I think that in yes. California, it sounds the same way, I think. Ah, that's what these, ISD uh, stands for. Los, was there a lot of cows? <laughs> was there a lot of cows in your um, parish? A lot of cows? Yeah. No. no calves? No bulls? <laughs> in cattle parish? No. In cattle parish. In cattle. Cattle. Stupid. Yeah, I knew he couldn't resist. <laughs> he couldn't resist. Yeah, but I don't know. Cow. I just I think it's a I think it's a bigger conversation. I think you know parents out there, y'all go ahead on and shout me y'all thoughts on that. Like, what do you think about your kids? And like, will that be a reason? And I mean, obviously, it's prompted by something. I, I spoke with somebody recently who spoke with somebody else who said they're moving because their kid for better schools for their kids from one public school district in Houston to another. Another one. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't, I, you know, how about you move your house to the ask. most affluent school in the, I don't know. It's just, you know. And I feel like you're sometimes. Going, my thing, you're going by districts, but depending on where you're moving, that school might be shit. And you might be <laughs> moving to a school who has a, a, what you call a program, like the smart people program. And oh, the, magnet. Uh, magnet. Magnet program. Yeah. And, and those scores are out through the roof. And then your child is in, in, in regular classes, and <laughs> they don't, they not learning shit. I mean, here's here's you know what I mean? with all of the with all of the, those things happen too. The, with all the knowledge that y'all just gave me on how school districts work, I would just hope that if anyone does decide to move from one public school district to another, that they at least did no, not at least that they did some extensive homework. That mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. if you are moving, you know why you're moving, not just. Because I heard, because that's what they said on Facebook or whatever. And you know that's how it be. Somebody else told me. People say, yeah. Heard it was a good school. So my friend moved, got kids over there, and they doing really yeah, well. Jerron, little Jerron did good over there. He had good teachers, and they ain't had no problems. So except uh, for that one Xavier. little boy, Xavier and Jasmine, Jasmine, Jasmine in the house with him. That's stupid, man. Butt in the bathroom. Stop it. The last thing that burns. My Buddha this weekend. I'm just gonna let it run into the to the to the first story is nigga I told y'all man these all star weekend parties burned. Ooh. My Buddha. Did did Ooh. Atlanta have I didn't see it. Did Atlanta oh my have God, Los. like parties oh my. parties in at the club? What? Oh my what? god, Raj. Raj, they what? had this I, I wish I could <laughs> find the little thing that said Atlanta going up this weekend. And the shit had oh. 
like at least 20 different clubs or strip clubs. Yes. And every single one of them was like, all right, Fredo Banks performing with, yes. with uh, what's his name? With um, uh, Lil, Lil Durk. Boosie. Lil uh, Boosie got something. Jeezy oh, was out here. Everybody who was everybody was out there, dog. Performing. And performing. And it was so it was so fire. They had bitch women Uh-oh. pulling up to the club in U-Haul vans. I saw the, the van. hotels was sold. The hotels was sold out, so they was standing in a U-Haul, in a, like a van, not the big truck, the van. Standing in the back, and they saw them hopping out with with stripper outfits, ready to go work at um. It was at with Blue Flame. Wipes. Yeah, Stop. Come on, man. Come on, man. Atlanta was up, boy. Atlanta. And. And the Jack Boys came up too, like we said. We're still in rims and still in ties and shit. <laughs> Everything. The little chick, they say the ultimate finesse is little chick put a little GoFundMe out there to get it's her ass back to Brooklyn before yeah. All Star Weekend was even over. Talking about she had yeah. the money to get home. Man, it was Raj. It's next level. It's up, boy. It's so. Up. <clears throat> with every, I know, I know, I know three people. Me, and I know somebody who went out there. I know a few people who was out there. I know a few people was out there, but what I think is just is insane is just if you kind of look at it and think about what's going on, man, some people just obviously can't believe that coronavirus is a thing. Like some people think that we just been in our house for a year for no reason. You know what I mean? Like what's wrong with y'all? Like y'all and and I I hate like I, I abhor that when I see it on social media. When people talking about like, man, outside open, blah, blah, blah. We're going to get to outside open in a minute. But just that whole idea of, man, we going out and it's packed in here. And we're not wearing masks and we think it's okay. Cause I just, I just, I, I wish I had that kind of freedom of thought to be like, it's all good. But honestly, to me, it's just dis- it's just disrespectful to everybody. Cutting in your family and everything else. But, ah, God. Uh, I just hope you stay by yourself. Because... <laughs> Boy, it was, I, I, like, I'd be amazed if nobody, like, it, it has to be at least a, a few thousand people sick from Atlanta weekend. Or at least carrying sickness. Don't even have to be sick. Yeah, yeah, either one, sickness. yeah, yeah. It takes a couple weeks for a these things time. to find out, but it's it's, it's going to yeah, happen. Roger, you over there looking at pictures important. and videos of them cutting up? I'm trying to find. <laughs> <laughs> I, I you know, know he you get roll. quiet. I know how you roll. Boy, fingers going crazy. All right, well, Raj, let me give you something else. I don't know. Did you get back Sunday in time to watch the All-Star game? I did. Um, can we agree that Zion's junk? Nah, he was poo. He was scared. He Man, know. okay. He so, he... all right. No, no. He gave, to me, he gave all them boys fuel for that. For, he gave Battle. fuel to go run his mouth, man. I think Zion, so one, I think Zion was a little bit, boys got a little bit too excited about having Zion on their team. That's one That's one thing. Everybody was trying to add it to Zion. Like, I really felt like it was a, a, um, a fad. But Zion was definitely, like, you could tell it was his first All-Star game. That's how I felt. I was just like, man, my man's is, like, on the stage with LeBron and Dame Lillard and Steph Curry with the boys. Like, that's some, that's the, that's the, the 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 the, uh, the best yeah. of the best, and I think yeah, that he can think, compete I, with those dudes, but I just think that he was scared. He'll be fine. Yeah, I think he he didn't. I think he didn't know how to play. You know what I mean? I don't think that he too. knew how to how to play. And he tired about just kind of moving around, letting people go. You know, he does good at hustle plays, going to get big rebounds, blocking shots. You know what I mean? He just didn't know how yeah, to I, play. I think he must be running hard. There is an etiquette to the All Star Game, and he probably hasn't—he doesn't understand it yet. 
He just didn't get it. And he was thrown in that last minute. He just didn't understand how to play. That's you all. know who else didn't oh, yeah. didn't really understand it? Giannis. Giannis was playing hard. <laughs> oh no, no, yo. Giannis completely understood. Okay. He, Man, he said, I'm MVP. going to Yeah, exactly. I'm going to get MVP. <laughs> he completely understood can how I, to play. Can I ask y'all this Zion question? That's a real thing. This is he okay. So when we was watching Zion at Spartanburg and he's wearing number 12 and he was doing all them highlight dunks and we got to know who he was five years ago, did he did he jump higher and, and, and he don't jump as high no more? It did look like he jumped higher back then. But maybe, you know what, maybe too the camera was closer or something? I don't Man, know. I don't know. He but, Even uh, <laughs> on them alleys, he don't look like he's soaring above yeah. the rim to... Like he was yeah, missing because it was that, looking I, like he was I, at the he rim. He was in high school trying to flex and people were smaller. I don't think in the NBA he's trying to flex as much. Like, I don't think that he's, like, trying to jump as high and, and cock and it back well, no, as, as yeah. far. I think he just, like, I'm going to just get the ball in the rim. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to make it nasty yeah. every once in a while and hang a little bit. But I'm, I don't think, I think he got a little bit more left. I just, I, I think longevity is also key. And he played two, 82 yeah. games and in, in two, the NBA. That's a yeah. lot. Mm-hmm. And, too, he don't, get, he don't get as many open, wide open dunks like That's he used true to. Too. You know what I'm saying? You ain't just dunking no dude who's It's 6'2". the All Star game. Yeah, he but he missed he missed a couple of them. He oh, missed five of them. He missed five. But I don't think he did. He I'm have any like, wide open like super fast break, yeah. fast break opportunity. Yeah, he had he had one. He had he had one or two. He was wide open. He just banged. I mean, out out in like yeah. He 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 fucked over a couple of them. Uh, he missed the alley. Couldn't even catch it. Yeah, I don't think uh, Zion trash. And I think I started off by saying that. What I think is just, yeah, it looked like nerves. It looked like everything else. It just was yeah, he like. Didn't know how, he didn't know how to play. It was too much for him. It was, the, right. he it was the, play. the top two saddest things I saw at the All-Star game. The other, the thing that I mentioned in the text group that I think was the saddest thing I saw was that your boy, um, Cassius, Cassius um, Stanley. Yeah, I, I I've never seen a I never seen a person like get their spirit crushed like that. Ooh. like he went out there and he made the best dunk out of everybody. Yeah, and he got the lowest score. And then that nigga Which just was, went out there the second time and was like, he just threw I don't want to. I don't want. Do I don't even want to do this. Do this yeah, that was crazy. Like was, that nigga was mad, cutting. And I don't know if you, I, I, I don't know if y'all noticed he was the odds-on favorite. Like he was the Vegas oh, favorite yeah. to win, and they they played him. Because the second dunk was, yeah. oh boy, I put that little Nerf ball, and he just literally took it off. Anybody could have done that dunk in the dunk. Obi Toppin could have done that dunk. Cassius Stanley could have done that dunk. I think, to me, the value of the slam dunk contest is doing something that, one, I haven't seen, and none of these other niggas could do. Yeah, actually, the, the, the dunk contest as a whole was trash. Uh, <laughs> they ain't have enough time, whatever, have time, the people that had in it. But I, I, I agree with that. He, he had... He had the best dunk in the whole thing, and the dude kissed the rim. I guess he kissed he didn't the rim. Kiss the rim. He kissed at he kissed the, the rim. Net. He kissed. Yeah, yeah. He blew a kiss at that. Yeah, he blew a kiss at the thing. But and that wasn't even really impressive. To None me. of it uh, was. None of it. Was. Maybe they need to yeah, do this. Just, Maybe they need to do it in rounds. All three of them dunk, and then the judges like. Vote first, second, third, fourth each round because maybe they didn't give him a high score because like his dunk was the first one, but Obi Toppin's dunk after his was not as good. It wasn't no, even it, close. It was, ter- it was regular. It was regular as hell too. Cash was, was smooth regular. cutting. That bitch was nasty. Yeah. First attempt he was high. <laughs> I I agree. I agree with with judging them, judging them all after the fact. But like you still have a body of work. Like you still. Yeah. 
you still got to see Cassius Stanley dunk, and you decided that you you you're, you got to set the bar somewhere. So we set the bar at Cassius <laughs> you know, Stanley because he went yeah. first, and this is what we given. We given sevens and eights for fire cool. stuff, and then when when Anthony Simmons or Anthony Simons comes, up, I hate that his name is Simons. Two and three. When he come up with that little dunk, yeah, man, you gotta you two, gotta three. base that off of what <laughs> I just <laughs> gave. Two, three. Terrible. Cash is standing. You know what you know you know what drives me too? I don't like when Dominique Wilkins and them be like, Oh, I could have did that. I never seen Dominique Wilkins put it between his legs one time in his career. Like my, 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 and you going you got the nerve to get cash that low ad grade for that. Come on, dog. Don't do that, man. All you did like, was Tomahawk. Like all you did was Tomahawks and windmills, nigga. Dog, that's it. And and make babies. Jason Richardson is the only nigga I care about. What you say, Jason? What Him is corner, man. <laughs> What you say? He wasn't even judging. Why was Josh up there? You know who had started giving good scores? I don't think he was up there. Atlanta, nigga. Dr. J. Dr. J had started being like, oh, man, these niggas trash. And he started giving like realistic scores. Like There's sometimes when I'm looking at the dunk contest over the last 10 years. It was too late because he already fucked it up with old And I'm like, man... Like, bro, that's not a 9 or a 10. Like, be realistic, bro. Like, just because... Just because... Uh, Nate Robinson had a green jersey and a kryptonite ball. Did not yeah. warrant a ten. It been bad for a while. Like, like literally, yeah. we could go if we if we had a time, and we maybe could do an episode on this and get like the top ten dunks of all time. And they spread Ooh. out, right? Not even dunks or dunkers or whatever. Like Gerald Green kissing and not even the, in the NBA. Yeah, Gerald Green yeah. blowing out the thing is is high on my list. Yeah. Um, goddamn Aaron yeah. Gordon when he put that thing under his legs and sat sat down Ooh. in That's the, the last air good dunk contest was the Aaron Gordon Zach Levine battle. Well, the Aaron Gordon next time he went was fired too. He just lost oh, yeah. just on yeah, some on stupid shit. <laughs> You know yes. what it is? You, you you have to stop having old ass niggas judging the dunk contest. That's kind of what it is because. Because they still in that old, that old school, like oh, I'm, I'm, I gotta keep my no. Hey, you were great in your day. You can't do none of this shit. Go sit over the D Brown. Cover your, your eyes. eyes. He must have had his eyes covered yes. when he was judging. <laughs> oh, he, bl- he, you know, he, you know, when you get old, you blink slow. That's stupid. Bl- <laughs> man, listen. But listen. like, you gotta start listening by who do that for real. Like, stop that. You're absolutely right, man. And listen, the two things that the other things I'm gonna take away from the from the game was it was a lot. HBCU pandering going on. A lot of <laughs> let's let's give props to black schools the yeah. whole time. Yeah. I mean, I know that's what the players wanted and everything, and I think that's it's an awesome gesture. It's just just yeah. be on a, be on the lookout for somebody who never looked out for you before. Then all of a sudden they all about you. I don't know what that's. You know. It was all weekend too. Uh, he went just the game. It was all weekend. <laughs> it was all weekend. Yeah, any little event, any little event, they were all HB. They they had fabulous shooting shooting. Tomorrow they gonna give. HBCU uh, $200,000. He airballed that bitch twice. So we going to get the Stop money it. anyway. Stop it. Like, you see, <laughs> see what bothers me is when they say like, this is this is a thing, Roger, and I'm just going to pass it back to you. If somebody said like, oh, you went to Nish High? Cut, no. The name of it is New Iberia Senior High School High. That sounds stupid. You didn't go to Nish High. You went to fucking Nish. <laughs> In much the same way Kanye was writing, if you went to HBCU schools, yeah. historically black <laughs> college and university school. Cutting that sound stupid. <laughs> anyway, Dumb it comes. I just what you said, Roger. No, I just wanted to touch on, and uh, I'm I'm with you. I just wanted to touch on how trash um, the two on two was. Like, who let oh little baby god. in there? Oh my god! How did little baby get, get to be a part of that? Of I don't know. I mean, because J Cole didn't want to be in it. I mean, 
like he it, J. Cole is is to um the two on two game as LeBron and Zion are to the slam dunk. So J. Cole didn't want he didn't want to play? I'm not I'm not saying he didn't want to play, but I mean wouldn't wouldn't it make sense if, if you're putting it together to get people who could actually hoop Quavo against J. Cole? Wouldn't that be wouldn't that be Lil Dirk even? I mean, I know some of them like they they be showing themselves yeah. hooping. Get out there, Drake. Chris even. Brown. Chris Brown. Chris Brown. Chris Brown. Now look, Tory Lanez. I would have paid to watch Tory Lanez, oh but they. <laughs> nah. <laughs> um, I I got to wear do rag. I don't know how y'all. Head gate wear I don't know if y'all know this. Uh, how I feel, but I don't think Quavo is good at all. Like I thought, I think mm. Quavo, I've been thinking Quavo was dirt. Um, no, I don't think he's dirt. I think he's all right. Um, dirt. That nigga said dirt. Little dirt. I don't think he's dirt. Little baby was in the celebrity sad. game. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he could have anybody game. out there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right. Now, I don't know if he come to Hollip and, and you know, you know, we go. We used to go hoop it. I don't know if he coming in and get off, but I mean, I don't think he. Yeah, I think he's a regular he, baller amongst, and he probably like he, six six two. I think so. He a regular ten. baller in. The, is he really? I looked it up. I about to say I don't think he did. I thought he was a little taller because of, I guess all celebrities must be short. Oh, yeah, well, so yeah. Quavo and Jack yes. Harlow. Jack, Jack Harlow looked kind of tall to me, but Jack Harlow was like five ten as well. The only person that was tall was oh. was um, two chains. I'm sorry to tell you that yeah. if if Quavo is five ten, then we giving him buckets all day. <laughs> like you can't. Yeah. You you're really not. It's not. No, he was not good. a thing. Yeah. I never said. I never said he won't get no buckets. Really. You said he was good. Is he straight? He's not. He's regular hero. He's not. Y'all don't. Um, and before we leave off basketball, I'm just going to leave it at this. I told y'all a year ago, Myers Leonard, or earlier last year, Myers Leonard was a clown when he didn't wear that Black Lives Matter shirt in the bubble, but y'all didn't want to hear me. Now he over there calling Jews, calling Jewish people fucking kikes and, 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 and mm-hmm. getting his ass canceled. So and and now, now so y'all did. see, that's all I'm saying, bro. He you so got to gotta, uh, respect yeah. people, man. That's all. That's all. And when we're talking about people, man, um, what the people wanted for the last 30 years was coming to America. I'm coming to America. Coming to America. So Coming to America 2 came out this week. Yes, yes. Fuck you too. In the face. The whole night. Um, <laughs> okay, so I'm just going to throw it out there just real quick. Because um, we ended the last <laughs> podcast saying that. I want like you know it was a big weekend for the culture All Star Weekend and and, um, and coming to America so we come in full circle. <laughs> Raj, did you get a chance to watch that? I know you said you were gone last weekend. I did. So. I did. It was priority. Okay, priority coming to America too. Um, let's go around the horn. Thoughts. I'm going to start with Raj, then Los, then he'll come to the well, I, well, you can't go first. Do you want me to go first? Fuck, I tell yes, you my thoughts. I want to hear what you had to say. I, okay. I can't wait to hear this. Okay. I think that Arsenio Hall was the worst acting performance I've seen <laughs> in the history of movies. That bitch African accent was so Lord, bad. And he said it he so had bad. it sometimes, he didn't have it other times. That nigga was garbage. And I was like, God, and I was like, Arsenio Hall is the most junk I didn't ever seen. Anybody? Can I? Can and I? And then I had to look that? him up. He's sixty-five years old. Go ahead, Raj. Hop on. Touched on that. So I, I think that the, the worst performance of all time was in this movie as well. And, but it wasn't Arsenio oh Hall. It was Rick Ross. Oh my god! Oh no! Stop it! Stop it! Rick Ross African accent was better than no, Arsenio. Hall. I don't think so. I think Rick Ross. <laughs> it was. It was. I didn't. Even, you know what? I didn't even count Rick Ross as being in the movie. 
Cause it was in his house. That was in his house. I just th- they recorded yeah, that shit so in his house. I, 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 like his, he wasn't even acting. He was just there. He was like, "Hey man, just get say these three words real quick." And he asked. No, he asked. Something. He asked. He asked. Can uh, I, even, I whatever he did, whatever he did, it was quick though. That's and funny. they just said, "Just they, he, they ain't give no time to practice." Like, hey, okay, here your turn. Do this real quick. So I don't even count. Arsenio Hall and and yeah, and. And Rick Ross, let's just we'll, we'll put him on the same on okay. the same tier. Okay, yeah, bad. so that's my first bad. thought. I had my I had my four thoughts. The second one was I talk all the time about I hate British dudes coming over here and pretending to be American, like boy, like you born Snowfall, like like mm-hmm. Idris Elba, like whoever else. Kind of, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy we got us some get back. Whole bunch of American dudes pretending to talk American shit. I like that. I like that. That was fun for me. That was fun, but. Ultimately, bigger picture, I laughed out loud a bunch of times. I thought it was a fitting sequel to the one of the fun, the top top funniest movie of all time. When we did the black yeah. movie bracket a couple of years ago on um, yeah. Best Friend Weekend, Coming to America came out first. It was the best black movie mm-hmm. of all time. So this is the best black movie, the sequel to it. I thought it was fitting. Uh, one part of the storyline I didn't think made sense. I don't think that was his son. I think that, yeah. like, I think they yeah. should explore that a little bit further because I saw, like, there was some things where it kind of looked like they were going to come full circle and say that ain't really his son, but that never happened, yeah. so whatever. I don't like how they made it up. Like, you know, yeah, and like, I think it could have, like, like I, I was expecting some kind of little misdirect where that really was Simi's son or some other shit. Like, it just, it was too, it was too clean for me, that part. But I mean, that's storyline. But uh, overall, it's a celebration of blackness. It was a celebration of black. I thought Eddie Murphy was outstanding. I thought Michael Blackson was perfect for the role. Mm-hmm. I thought Wesley Snipes was the best person in the movie. Like, mm-hmm. like, like Wesley Snipes had me cracking up every time he's doing his thing. Yeah. Even throwing Rotimi in there. Oh, um, Dre. Yeah. Like that was good. I like. I liked all of that shit. But it was a celebration of black women too. Like the daughter mm-hmm. got to take over the country. Yeah. Um, his wife had that little cathartic moment. Dead, they I brought up his mom a little more. Mm-hmm. The daughter you talking about? Yeah, I want the I want the daughter storyline. I thought it was gonna. I like when it first came on. He ain't had no son. I was like, oh shit, she about to be the. You know what I mean? But, I, and and more than anything, woo, what's her name? Tiana Taylor. Ooh, Tiana Taylor, boy. Good lord. Yeah, she yeah, I'm a, bark let, like a dog. Let, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna uh, go ahead and take the mic now because you're taking them all. Go ahead, Rod. You, you, go you're ahead, taking Raj. all of the hot, the hot takes, was... and that was my hot take. He asked me to start. He asked me to start. Yeah, you took them all. <laughs> yeah, I want to. I want to start off with. I knew he. Had I want to start off with. Whenever that man introduced his daughter and she had that big hair, I said, oh, she kind of big. And then she took off that 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 uh, gown she had on and had on the bathing suit or whatever that was, bodysuit. And I was like, God damn. Okay, so I just had to touch on that first because you just left off of that. That was def. I, 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 I like that part. I do agree. I do agree that... Um, Wesley Snipes just, I mean, everything about Wesley Snipes, his hair, his outfit was just dope. Like, it was just the best. Um, mm-hmm. um, Love Tracy Morgan. I feel like Tracy Morgan was the perfect mm-hmm. uncle. Like, he has mm-hmm. just an uncle mm-hmm. body oh. and the, the, the yeah. Gatsby hat. He's a perfect Forgot all uncle. about him. Um, yeah. Um, the I guess my biggest, okay, so I like the movie. I love Please it. Please say it. Please say it. it. Please I, say it. I know where you're going. No, no, you're not going. You're not. Yeah, I don't think you. I don't think you're gonna know what I'm saying. So, okay, I, then, then let me ask this question then. Okay. Leslie Jones. You said Tracy Morgan. What did you think about mm-hmm. Leslie Jones? I love Leslie Jones. I loved it. I thought I don't like mm-hmm. Leslie Jones. I don't like Leslie. No, in in that situation, she was 
she fit that situation. I think so too. I loved it. I loved okay. Leslie Jones. She okay. fit the situation in the, in the, yes, in the context of I raped that man. I raped that man. Because I was wild and do me. Perfect. I was 26 perfect. at the time. I think I think it was perfect. Trying to let it took a when it later closed. And I was one of the one of the people that he met at the bar that night, you know, like when it was my name is Keisha and I'm the best. Nah, and I'm then the I was best. Jim, Joan of Eve uh, uh, in a uh, in a form. Yeah, yeah, all of that. That was the perfect person for him. <laughs> I worship I got a secret. I worship the devil. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but what I'm what I'm what I was thinking the entire movie and I was having conversations with my family members that I was watching it with is didn't he didn't die? James Earl Jones, he didn't die. That nigga died at his funeral. Didn't uh? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Didn't uh? He died in the middle of when they John were Amos died. I thought John Amos died a long time ago. Yes, he's so stupid. But no, I'm the serious. Boy's that's, old, cutting. I, I, that's what I was. Yeah. That's what I kept, uh, kept seeing. And I also loved. I feel like it's a treat. It's a, it's a, it's a, an American and a black treat to have Morgan Freeman as your narrator. Mm. That's the best narrator in the history of narration. I think, he, and I love it. He he a narr he a narrator whole at this point. He narrated. He top he top three. He the top black one yeah. of all time. James Earl Jones up yeah. there. But oh, you, yeah, I like yeah, Ken that's, I like Ken Burns and Leonard Nimoy. But that's that's a whole nother story. But James Morgan 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 up there. Morgan up there. He got it. Oh <laughs> uh, no! I mean, I think. Uh, what's your thoughts, uh, Los? Or do we take everything? <laughs> oh, I can't believe it. That is awesome. Wait, you can't hear him? I can hear him. Shut up, bro. Don't play with me. I will fight you. I can hear him. Los. No. I, I agree. I can hear him. So. Shut up, bro. Vanessa <laughs> Bell Calloway did, yeah, her performance. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you doing this? You're wasting my time. Just tell him to hang up and call back. I can't bro. tell him. Like, what is that. he doing? Yes, he's still listening. Trevor oh, Noah God, did have a weird mustache, Los. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this. I hate it. I hate it. No, you don't. I don't have time for it. Oh, the white. I don't know where the sister was with the little dog, Dottie. Where was Daryl? That's funny. That's funny. Yeah, you know, um, they they did have they did have um, like a uh, like kind of a cult following of coming to America fans that was like upset that um, what's the what's the what's the other daughter's name? Uh, Patrice. Patrice. That Patrice wasn't involved. They. Sh mm -hmm. I needed that to be addressed. That was probably one of the that was one of the big things for me being a coming to America fan. I wish I would have said that when Los was on here. Maybe we can splice it in some kind of way. Los, splice this in. Shut up, bitch. Nah, Los, you the bitch. You about to eat? Like real quick, you're killing this right now, Smalls. No, I can't help it, man. My I can't help it. My phone. Is he still here? I don't know. I don't know. Can you hear me? So I mean, it's it's a lot of good thoughts, and I'm gonna um yeah. Obviously, evidently, some of our Rod, you got to get with his phone because whatever. I might I might I don't want to do all of that work, so I might just keep in um. Los just disappearing in the conversation we had uh, while he was gone. That might work. That might that might work out, Cutting. It might be funny, Cutting. But another celebration of blackness that I wanted to just touch on um, towards the end of this was Swiss Beats and Timberland, man. They sold um, verses, man. And that's crazy. They they The verses has been acquired by the Triller Network, 
That's the parent company of the TikTok competitor Thriller. And um, what is it? While the exact nature of the deal was undisclosed, it was announced that the two Versus founders are now larger shareholders in the Thriller network, and they have allocated a portion of their equity in the Thriller Versus combined company to create uh, to all 43 creatives who have performed to the Versus to date. So that means everybody who's done a Versus battle gets a little bit of the, the deal, a little bit of the thing. What do you think about that? Oh, that's yeah, dope. I think that's lovely, I guess. Um, I mean, a lot of people are saying that they sold out. I just think that it's like they're cashing out at the perfect time. Yeah, because like, because I think the allure of Versus was that we can't do live concerts, so we're going to exactly. do them mm-hmm. <laughs> Like, if I if if you're gonna cash out, this one you cash out. Or do or or do y'all think that life might be forever changed? Like, do you think certain a certain part of the population is just gonna be in the house, cutting? And I'll watch it on a Friday night. I used to go out. I watch verses and have people come out. They're gonna be able to make though. Mm-hmm. You got you know you got to be able to kind of keep that same revenue as you were you were getting from live concerts. You can make that same money sitting in the you know sitting in the location mm-hmm. and doing it like I, that. I, Maybe so. I think it's a. Um, I think the boys made a lot. How, do we have the numbers? Do we know how much they made from the from the um, the sale? I, I don't have it right over, off top. So, the, but the boys made a substantial amount of money, noteworthy amount of money. No, I'm not talking about them too. Though I'm talking about the uh, the artists who get on. Well, I'm just I'm just I th- the, so the owners of the company sold it, and I think that in in the in the um, the controversy came in that. Did the boys sell out too early or or what? Mm-hmm. I think that the boys sold oh, yeah. out, made a profit on something that didn't cost much probably and free uh, and yeah and and the thing is is like it's it's not like um it's like they didn't they didn't sell much so if triller if triller goes and continues the versus thing and and it goes on for the rest of time them boys made they boys made they dope and they and they no, I think they got spent, yeah, I think well, I think they got a share in the company, so they're making dough as it continues to oh, go. So they just sold know? like a majority or, or a, a, a certain stake in the company. Sure, something like that. I might have sold. Oh, yeah, okay. I don't know how it is, but you know, I think it's interesting if they do like versus battles on like Thursday nights or Monday nights when people usually home. I think you can watch still it. get a good percentage of the population to watch it. Yeah. yeah. I just think the sense. idea of doing a versus on like a Saturday night. Might make it a little bit more difficult to have, you know, everything go on in that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, to run the numbers about that usually been like they've been running up before. That would make it tough. Yeah, I mean, and I don't know how much money they was they was like you said, um, Los. It wasn't a big crowd there, so they were getting paid some kind yeah. of way. I just don't know how that was. Yeah. If they could still compensate that's, that's, the artist, then I mean, go for it. Yeah, that's what I was. That's what I was talking about. How you know how much revenue? But I mean, hey, listen. That, Maybe they did the numbers already. They knew like, hey, you know, they want to buy for this. Hmm. You know, we put the work in, and and it went, it went like it's supposed to go. And maybe they saw, you know, like you were saying, it might not be as popping as it was, but they want to get with cashes out with this. Boom, we'll take that. I mean, <laughs> and we get a stake in it. You know, from here on out, I'm, let's go. I think that's it was a, a, it was a very niche. It was a niche company, hmm. and uh, and and it served its purpose, and and it was wildly yeah. popular. And yeah, they I, it, to me they selling high. Yeah, maybe maybe they're yeah. not, but it, it's definitely a high point. You know, if I had a mask business, I would sell right now. Bet, R- like for real. As long and I got to keep stocking masks because they're still gonna have masks out there. But if I can sell it right yeah. now, it's the perfect time to sell. One year afterwards, 
I'm with it. I think them boys did the did the right thing. That's black excellence, black business. And speaking of black businesses that are black excellent, Edo's, Cajun, Cosimo. From the first 10 minutes of the first conversation on the first episode of the Best Friend Weekend Podcast, we've been telling you about Edo Hand Car Wash. Man, Jay Harry and the fam been servicing, detailing, and shining up y'all cars in East Downtown Houston for as long as we've been doing this podcast. Black owned and operated. Yeah, you heard that right. Black owned and operated. Edo Hand Car Wash has been the standard of an operation that uplifts the community and provides the service that we need every day. A quality hand car wash by good people. Listen, man, if you haven't been there yet, I don't know why. We've been telling y'all for years. What I got to do to convince you? Oh, okay, check it out. I got you. If you show up to the wash and give the discount code Best Friend Weekend of Wash Daddy, you get 10% off your visit. So we're hooking y'all up. Besides that, if you follow them on IG at EADO Hand Car Wash, you can find out which day of the month the Edo's food truck will be popping up. Oh, I didn't mention they had their own recognized and awarded food truck on location with an authentic South Louisiana and Tex Mex menu. Bruna and nachos, stuffed bread, crawfish tacos, all that, man. I'm getting hungry just thinking about it. Man, stop what you're doing. Go to your Google Calendar, make an event, and plan to come through Edo Hand Car Wash this week. 2919 Leland Street in East Downtown Houston. Edo's revolutionizing the hand car wash experience. If you're looking for the red mud bus, come down to the truck on Leland Street. That boy gonna have that water hot with the onions and that weed. Oh. Come on. I don't, I, come on, man. Don't do that man business like that. I, I didn't mean that. God damn. I didn't mean to say that word. not have that dope cutting out I know there. that. I mean, no. I, <laughs> what is wrong with those? Mute Los again? I didn't mean Somebody mute Los again. No, not that. I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> God damn. Oh, but anyway, but yeah, hey, mud bus coming to Leland Street. Yeah, coming this weekend, man. Edo's crawfish yeah. back. It's crawfish season starting at Edo's, man. Y'all get out there. Um, get your pre-orders in if you haven't already done so. Yeah, They're doing sure. some pre-orders and the whole nine to try to get that crawfish thing back up and moving. Uh, we're gonna have a crawfish event, a little best friend weekend phase. Um, ooh, woo, a little something. A little 3.19, yeah. a little 3.19, man. 3.5. You know what I'm saying? We'll see next week. Next weekend, next Friday, be on the lookout for that. We'll let you know a little bit more information. But um, yeah, a diaper diaper daddy, man. So holla at your boy. Um, but continuing before we uh, wrap, man, the the black Twitter <laughs> has been in an uproar this week because uh, Meghan Markle and Prince Harry did an interview on Oprah. And uh, can you guys under can you guys tell us why we didn't watch it? I didn't ask you guys if you didn't watch it. But I know you didn't watch it. So my question is, why didn't you watch it? I didn't even know it was coming on, to be honest. That, I didn't know it was coming on either, but it it uh, it flooded my YouTube um, like yeah. uh, front yeah. page. And so um, when I saw it, I didn't know what it was about. It was like the Meghan Markle and Prince Harris. So I thought it was just regular news. Like just oh Meghan Markle did a you know they did an interview with Oprah and then I kind of saw some other things maybe through Instagram and social media like a, a comment statuses and so I asked someone what it was about I was like hey what's that Meghan Markle interview all about I saw it I see it circulating and they kind of gave me a brief synopsis and so um, now I'm interested in watching it yeah I mean I see all the highlights. That's all. I mean, when I saw the highlights, yeah. I was like, I think I, I seen. I, I don't need to watch the whole game. I, I, I get where they was going with it. And 
Mm. I mean, a conversation really got into this idea that the the the, the Queen of England and, and the whole royal family's racist, duh, and that yep. they didn't like the fact that a black woman was in there with their with their grandson. And, no shit. And they didn't want that baby to come out like with no skin like mine. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's that was a big part of it. This idea of colorism, yeah. thinking that the baby yeah. was going to be really darker skin. And I mean, I guess that's mm-hmm. a it's a it's an interesting concern because um, I think. Um, I like I think that as people, not black people, as just I mean, even us as black people, kind of when a baby come out, people be like, "How dark is this baby? How light is this baby?" Mm-hmm. And secretly, they'd be wanting their baby to be more light skinned because they know they got advantages to fucking color. Like, to, like it's a it's a real thing. People used to be able to pass and be able to get certain advantages because they were fairer skin. Like. <sighs> Some people, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't agree that, not, especially nowadays, I don't, like, people, like, don't mind having a chocolate baby. Okay, cool. let's talk about it. Let's talk about I don't, it. I, don't, I, hear, I, think, I hear you. I don't think nowadays is as big of a, a a skin color thing as it used to be. Barack Obama wouldn't have been the president if he was dark. Um, Drake, I, Drake, Drake wouldn't be Drake if he, Drake wouldn't be the top selling rapper if he was, if he was dark. Colin Kaepernick wouldn't be the quarterback they chose if he was dark. Jay Z is just as big as Drake, and he no, he's not. Yeah, Jay Z, Jay Z's light skin to me. Oh, oh, you talking about like black, like? Hey, Biggie I don't know. Was, I don't Biggie look. This fought, well, he went there. Wale had an album, his first album, and it had a song called "Shade." Go listen to it because it kind of speaks on mm-hmm. this, and it literally says, "What if Barack's skin was all black? Truthfully, would he be well, a candidate or just a blackened community?" Like. I'm just saying. Well, I, I know that about the president, though. I get that part about. Well, then the, the why president. doesn't I knew, I why that, that one example right I'm just, there? I'm just saying volumes to against what you're saying. Well, I, I, I'm, I'm talking about when people having. But I, my my point of view was people having their own kids. I'm not talking about what the the world and the, the public perceives you as. I'm talking about people having their own children and people secretly wishing their child was light skinned or lighter skinned. I don't think that's the case as much. Well, as I mean, me having a child, kid who's child, on the way, I, I can speak to that. And I can say I that think, I don't think all people. I think some people. No, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking in my. Think. I'm speaking in my truth. I'm speaking my experience. And my experience would say okay. that I think that it is a. It is something to consider. Not that. Not that you're not gonna love your kid one way or the other. I'm not saying it like that. That would be foolish. But I think that people have an understanding of how society deals with darker um, skinned individuals. And I'm just talking about in general across the world. I think that darker skinned people of the world have always been marginalized. We've been enslaved since the beginning of time. And I think that there's something that goes to people's mind like the darker skin your child is, the sometimes it's going to be the darker the berry, maybe the harder their experience. So that you don't want your child to be fucking white, but you want your child to have some kind of a centralized look to them. And I think that that's, I don't think yeah. that that's not, a, I, it might not be a thought that people think out loud. But it's th- things that probably go in the back of people's mind. You maybe, want maybe you want your kid. Well, you want your kid to have an easier life, bro. That's all I'm saying. I'm telling you, I'm, yeah, I, I'm I, having I, a kid and not yeah. thinking about it. So there you go. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, all right. So yeah, it's it's if it's in the back of my mind. I mean, I'm not saying that it's it maybe necessarily ever a conscious thought, but it's just something to consider in in that way that you want your kid to have all of the all of the advantages and have it as easy as they can have it, and it's just something to consider. I'm not saying that I'm sitting up here like I want my kid to be a big bright nigga. 
Cottonwood, like yeah. no, you, you might have, you might have, I'm, and 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 just whoever might have a a um a kid that is chicky black, and <laughs> and immediately you know that that kid would not be the president, and and so how, that has to make you feel some type of way. I'm not saying like I said, yeah, way in the back, like like low, like Al said, way in the back of your mind, but it's at least if you're not thinking about it, maybe I'm, maybe think about it, just maybe. I'm a, I'm okay with my kid not being the president, honestly. But I, I get what you're saying, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. I think that every, I think that there's a reason we talk about Lamar Jackson and Patrick Mahomes, and people look at them different. Now, I, you, I know that I'm using a lot of examples of biracial individuals. Like I said, Drake. I said, um, I said Barack. I said who else did I say in, in that in that realm? Yeah. Patrick Mahomes. I just said like <laughs> uh, uh, um, all of these examples are actually bi- Callan Kaepernick. They're all biracial people. They're not only black. My, my, Michael Jordan was the biggest uh, dude on the planet. He black as hell. Yeah, but he, he only got president. Um, <laughs> LeBron James. <too. laughs> he never gonna be president. So he, big, he, but, he he's big. Hey, but the rock, though. but the rock could be the president. Oh, That's yeah, all no I'm doubt. saying. Not, <laughs> oh yeah, all day no long. Doubt. I have no, no doubt in my mind that if Dwayne the Rock Johnson got into politics, he could potentially be the president. Um. Um. So yeah, our boys were talking. Well, no, I'm, I'm just talking about colorism. And Raj, we were talking about this off air about how you know you've been in substantial relationships with people outside of our uh, not non-black people. So has that conversation ever come up about like just thoughts of having kids and color in that way? You know what's what's kind of crazy. So it actually has um, come up, and I've actually when I was a little bit younger, probably my, my earlier twenties had a conversation with a white mother about how, um, that kid, my, me and her, you know, her white daughter's kid would have a hard time in life because they wouldn't know how to identify. Hmm. And as I've had years, 10 to, you know, or however, 10 to 15 years to think about that, um, I think that that kid's life would be hard adjusting and trying to identify because that side of his family would make it that way. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like it wouldn't, it wouldn't be like if, if it was just everyone was all love and kumbaya, then I think the kid would just enjoy being light skinned and having fit, nice fire hair. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I think <laughs> I literally think that that's what would happen. But if you have a kid that on one side, on one side of his family, he's, you know, he's going to Trump parades and make America great again hats and, and, um, unapologetically white, you know, on the other side of his family, let's say the, the opposite, like Hotepian and, you know, all that jazz. Then I think, I, I think, yeah, his life would be kind of weird, but if we all could just figure it out, you know, and like learn how to coexist with each other and at least, at least consider each other's, shortcomings then that kid would literally only thrive in life because i do i do think that there is something to be said for a a light-skinned dude with some good hair like i let's let's just let's call a spade a spade yeah i i I understand what los was saying i don't i don't care how dark my kid is i'm gonna love him the same way but you know look at all of the black people that we praise and they look like that so that's that. I guess that's kind of that's that's how I feel about it. That that's that's the conversations that I've had. That are the one conversation, but I've heard it many a times. 
Are you just speaking about like their family, how they're going to perceive them, or like just society? So like, I think that this lady was speaking on how society would do it because she was mm-hmm. she just. I think that she was so biased to it not happening that she mm-hmm. created in her mind that society was going to create this um, this uh, obstacle for this kid in life. But I, like I said, actually had some time to think about it. And I think that that family or the, the, the differences in, in cultures would create that, if anything. I don't think nothing. I think the kid would be cool, to be honest. Yeah, I think it's a I think it's a good point, because I think the other side of the fam- the white side of the family or the Hispanic side of the family or whoever is going to play a big part in it, because I, I think it goes back to this. I don't know. It's funny. It's this colorism idea that this is what they were fussing at the queen and everybody. It was like, how black is this kid going to be? Like Meghan Markle's kid. Like I understand that they're gonna be biracial, but are they gonna be Patrick Mahomes biracial? Are they gonna be Blake Griffin? Or they like how they gonna look? Mm-hmm. And I think that you know they think about that in the context of wanting their kid to have the easiest path mm-hmm. and wanting their kids to be accepted by the most people, and it becomes incumbent upon that other. Like once that baby comes, it's that other side of the family, like you talked about, that's going to... Because I don't think black people are going to judge that baby one way or the other. It's just, you, like you said, a fire baby. Oh, look, that's that little good hair little baby, little white baby. But they're not going to look at him or her any differently. They're just going to be like, that's one of us. That's 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 our little niece. That's our little cousin, whatever it is. I just think that it's the other side of the family that kind of can sculpt a lot of that worldview. You, and, know, you mm-hmm. know, I noticed... And you said you you mentioned this a little while ago. You said, um, you know, I'm like I'm sorry, or, or I know I'm I'm bringing these, these examples are of biracial kids. And what I what I think about that is, if you're a biracial kid, like, and we having these conversations about their importance in the black community, or or even their um, propensity to become president, mm-hmm. I think you have to be able to be called black. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. if you mm. if you are a biracial kid, but you're a white guy, like you not not in your actions or in your you know in how you speak. I'm talking about in how you look, because Patrick yeah. Mahomes, no matter what, is a light skinned black dude. Even though his mama, you know, and daddy are two different races, and Steph Curry the same, Blake Griffin the same. Like to me, these dudes are black, right? Like I don't I don't see them as I see them as black. And I Hold feel on, like Steph Curry, Steph Curry, black. Steph Curry, Curry Mama Black. Steph Curry Mama Black, boy. Steph Curry she? Mama Black. Really? No. Steph Curry Mama Black. What oh, about Clay Thompson? Clay Thompson. Can I go to Clay Thompson? Clay, you can go to Clay okay, Thompson. Okay, Clay Thompson. I didn't know Steph Curry Mama was black. Gosh. Maybe Devin Booker. I'm, I'm sticking with Clay Thompson. It's a black dude. Go ahead. Keep going. Keep going, Raj. Keep going. You having a point. You was flowing. I did Steph Curry thing through me. But go ahead. I just think that, I just think that Megan, so the Megan Markle thing, First off, let me just speak on the elephant in the room that I don't think that child was going to be... I think that child could have identified as white if he wanted to or she wanted mm. to because mm. Meghan Markle's light herself and Prince Harry is as Caucasian as can be. I think that the baby could have been whatever they wanted to be. So I don't think that the... I, I think that it's an overreaction from the from the royal family. Like, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's actually really bad that they was like, this kid is going to have a half a drop of black in him and that's a that's an issue that's so, it's a that's something to talk about 
I think if we cancel it, I think we should cancel the royal family if that's a thing. No, yeah. We, uh, no, I think that Tyler Perry and Oprah was trying to cancel the royal family. And they might. <laughs> they, it, it might get to that point. And yeah, man, it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a lot, man. It's a lot to consider. And it's just, it gets you kind of thinking about that bigger idea of um, how that child, like, I mean, because that child's going to always identify as black. If you got a little, society's going to treat you as black. You got to be like, it's a very small percentage of people who like got black in them who you can't tell they black. You know what I mean? That's very small. That's like like Vin Diesel might be one of the only people like actors or somebody who I could think of who everybody kind of say got black in him, but you don't know. You know what I mean? If you do, you, you kind of don't know. Like, but most people, you know, yeah. you know if they got black in them. That ain't. Yeah, that's hard to hide. So so let me let me take <laughs> this let me take this to my my homeboy. I think I think you know who he is. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I you can't can you tell? Do you do you know him? It, I don't know him, but you've shown me pictures of him, and I can tell because it's in the context of you telling me that he's black. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like once you say that, it's kind of like I can't unhear that part in, in person. Let's just say if he stepped on your foot, I don't think you'd be able to tell. Yeah. I don't think yeah. I just don't. And it was a a very much a very Meghan Markle situation. Like Yeah, and I mean it's it's and then it becomes incumbent upon the family of that child to let them know their heritage and let them make a decision on who they assimilate towards, who they want to be around, who they want to see as family and talk to about family. Our homeboy baby mama, bro. Like, she she talked about how she got a, a white parent and a black parent, and how, you know, she don't even really rock with her white side of the family. It's not even a thing. Like so, it's it, it it's different for everybody. I mean, I got a I got another homeboy who got a child with a white girl. Um, who the little girl's like thirteen, maybe now thirteen or so. Um, maybe not that old, but close to it. And she lives with a mama who's white, who remarried a white dude, and they live on like a little farm, and it's and they got a bunch of white kids that's younger than her, and she's just part of that existence to where you can't tell she's black. Because she doesn't come across that way, it's just a. This is this is kind of crazy. So, and 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 Los, I guess I'd like to hear your take on this because maybe you have or maybe you've never heard this before. But in my current situation, listening. I've had people tell me, "Oh, y'all gonna have pretty babies." Hmm. I've had that happen, and that's not me. It's not hmm. my feeling. I've just heard that a bunch of times. Oh, y'all gonna have pretty babies, and that's. Maybe somebody thinks that that's super shallow. You know, maybe somebody says, oh, that's hmm. wild. You, you people shouldn't say those types of things. But you should respond with like, "Oh man, it was in my eyes and her in her lips." Like, because <laughs> they because they really because they really just talking about color, right? That's all. That's all. Yeah, that's because the rest of it is a crapshoot. What? Yeah, a lot, a lot of people think skin color make people look good. Like the lighter you are, the better you look. A lot of people do actually really look like that. But you know. Uh, I've seen some people who are like that don't look all that hot, but whatever. Eisenberg, we were just talking about Tiana Taylor, the baddest thing on Coming to America too. So I, you know what I mean, like. But it it wasn't because of her skin either, though. Exactly, exactly. It's <laughs> saying fine. Got to do a skin thing, big stupid fine. That's why. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I mean, people say people gonna say what they gonna say. You just never know what your child gonna come out looking like. That's what I was saying. You just never know. I mean, I'm not gonna say that whenever they say, Oh, y'all gonna have pretty babies. You never know. (laughs) (laughs) Not my response. You never know. You never know. 
Like, yes. Like, people, like, like we've been saying, people think that a lot of your, your kid is the, and the pretty, you know, the, the pretty they're going to be or the, the better looking they're going to be. So, yeah, that's what it is, man. <laughs> well, take on that. however, whatever and however you do with your kid, hopefully they come out okay. And now I'm going to queue up that music for nothing nice to say. You know, they say if you can't say anything nice, don't say anything at all. If you can't say something nice, don't say nothing at all. Nothing nice to say, but I'll go nice. I ain't nothing nice. You hear me? All right, tipping is like a very personal affair. When I go to a restaurant or order food, I always feel like there's some kind of etiquette that comes into play that I'm not sure where or when I picked it up, but I got it. It's like a mix of like how far the place is and how big the order is to determine the tip for like Uber Eats or DoorDash. Now, when it comes to sit-down restaurants, the price of the meal means a lot, but it's mainly the service that either gets you an average, above average, or below average tip. Shit, when outside was open, we was at them bars, and the tip was determined by how fast they get you to drink, how heavy they pulled up, and how hot the bartender was. I mean, it's an imperfect science, but it's a science nonetheless. If I'm out with somebody and they tips under what I think they should, I'm a side item. I'm going to side eye them. And if I'm out with somebody and they over tip, I'm a side eye their ass too. It's a range and you got to figure out like what that range is all about. Now, one tipping circumstance that I hate is when we occasionally order a bottle at a bar or club and they, they put that gratuity on it. Now, that hustle's been, like, the craziest of all time for me. The bottle costs 300 but when it, the bill comes, it's 450 for the tip and the gratuity. Rookies, college kids, niggas who don't go out often. Always make sure you ask what the final price is going to be after all the fees when you're planning to pop bottles and split it amongst eight of your closest friends. That's just free game. I say all of that to say, that's one of the only rare times I expect a tip to be added in without my knowledge, gratuity or other. That's why the story of this couple in Metairie was so wild to me, like, just recently. So on Saturday, February 27th, James Washington and his wife decided to hit Desi Vegas outside of New Orleans for a dinner. Now, hopefully, them niggas with social distancing, sitting outside or wearing masks, you could eat through, but I digress. When they finished grubbing and got the bill, it already included a 20% gratuity, which I guess would be all good and fine for most of us. But James, James has been in the restaurant game for years and thought it was odd for a party of two. So he said to the manager, you know what I'm saying, and the waiter, like, hey, what's going on? And they and and they said, well, we just added 20% gratuity to everybody. So he hollered at, like, some white people who were sitting in the bar at the, at, in the restaurant as well. And they was like, nah, that's not true. We didn't get a 20% gratuity. So they found him out. So basically, he got on social media. He started doing his thing. And finally, um, Vega, like, acknowledged it. And Washington said that Vega acknowledged the employee's racial profiling. They apologized and agreed to implement specific changes requested by the couple. Implementation of implicit bias training throughout the organization, clear, publicly posted communication about the restaurant's actual gratuity policy, and Vegas Restaurant Group is going to be working with, supporting, and donating to Cafe Reconcile. That's a local organization and a restaurant that supports underprivileged, interested in industry training and entrepreneurship. I mean, that's all good and fine. They did good, but... um. But fuck them and cancel them like y'all been canceling everybody else. Because I ain't got nothing nice to say about bullshit black people got to go through on a daily basis that no one will probably ever notice till they put it directly in your face. So I won't say nothing at all. That's crazy as hell, bro. Upcharge me 20% because I'm black. That's crazy. That's wild. 
That's crazy. That's wild. It's just, it's just a wild thing. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. I, and the I, fact I, that they actually figured so it out. Just, would you even have looked it up? I yeah. wouldn't even look. It, I wouldn't even. I'd have been like, okay, I guess that's your policy. Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I'm thinking I, about I, it, and I'd like to think that I would be like this tip superhero. But I, I don't, uh, I don't, I don't think I would have either. I think I'd have been like, oh, okay, that's cool. I get it. Yeah, COVID, and we we don't want people sitting there counting their money and trying to figure out the tip. Just add it to the bill. Cool. Mm-hmm. I understand. Mm-hmm. I'm asking that question. Hell no, twenty percent. No. Cause what if you nah, for two people now party? Uh, you know, uh, okay. well, I would typically but, tip twenty you percent know, anyway. Like, so if it's like, oh, okay, twenty percent. Oh, okay, it depends. I, I tip according to your service. Well, what if the service was good? What if the service was twenty percentable? I, you, you'll get seventeen. More child support. So when they got the little thing at the bottom of the thing that say, this is what 15% is, this is what 20% is, this is what 25 they don't even give you the option. Yeah. They say, nigga, you 20. You paying 20. Like, no, I'm not doing that. Nah. <laughs> That's wild. If they don't have that on a on ticket already, how they just upcharge the people? That's wild. Cause, like, they had to go put it yes. in the computer, yeah. like, in the system to, like, yes. Just charge it's that nigga 20. an extra $40. You know what I mean? No. Like, because who no knows way. what their bill yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, That's what I'm saying. Nah, exactly. No. <laughs> My bill one thirty, so they just inst- instantly say, "Okay, one thirty is twenty percent." Yeah, if, if you raise the profile, me, I feel like I wasn't getting the best service anyway. I guess you thought I wasn't going to tip you at all. Mm-hmm. So that means you weren't giving me your best service anyway. Los, they got a lot of people. They got a lot of servers. Maybe they did give them good. But let me, let me say this: they got a lot of servers that I would assume. I, I've never heard it, had anyone tell me this, but I would assume that they go into it saying, "Damn, a table of black people." Niggas, and like, and and you know, I don't, I don't know, I do know what that means. I, I guess that means that they probably haven't gotten good service from black people or good tips from black people. Um, I know I've gone into a situation thinking, "Ooh, I'm a, I'm a tip good tonight," and the service was crap, and so I, I leave pennies, like I leave change because I'm mad. All I'm saying, man, you know what, I. I... Go ahead. Just all I'm saying is, is um, that's I mean, it's wrong. Like it was, it was, it was very, very wrong for them to do that. Um, but I, I just question like who made that call, like because like did a server just like a random server go? They said the manager, the manager and the waiter came up yes. with the decision. So like the that, manager did that, too. Exactly. That's, yep. Yeah. Uh-huh. Then they should be more than just suspended yeah. without pay. If the manager made mm-hmm. that. Oh, I mean, if anyone made that decision, I just don't necessarily see like a random server going rogue like that. That's just wild to think that someone would yeah, make that decision. The, the, the funny part to that whole, the funny part to that whole thing to me is that it's white people out who don't tip worth a damn either at all. <laughs> That's the funny thing about all it to me. It's some white folk who. It's a white folk who leave really shitty tips, and if I'd be like, "Damn, that's kind of fucked up," I throw some on there. It's a bad tip. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's, a, it's, it's white folk who don't who leave shitty tips. You, you know what was the it, was the real problem here? Better from them than you do black people, or what? So the real problem, and I'm finding this on the internet now, is that Mister and Mrs. Washington was dark skinned 
So <laughs> it, it was light skinned when you did that. Another reason, Rose, to hope that your son or daughter will be light skinned and have and daughter in law or light skinned. We could. <laughs> Y'all are stupid, man. Hey, man, listen. Um, mask off, fucking mask off. They say Texas is is on the mask off thing. Um, but I just think this is interesting. Just FYI, this week biggest news that we didn't had in a year. Um, if you got COVID shot, if you got the vaccine and you're two weeks past your vaccine where it's fully taken effect, you don't have to wear a mask around those people who are vaccinated in person. So all of the homies who fully vaccinated, they could pull up no mask, kick it, kick it big, um, big family style. And I think that that family style is a weird, weird term to use there. But I was thinking about it in context of like my parents, cause they, you know, they just got finished their vaccination. So it's going to be. You know, fam- the return of family events, man, small family events where you're able to get your fam together and, and do the whole thing, do it the right way. Um, and I think that they've been waiting for a long time. So there's a little that's it's a positive silver lining. So I just wanted to throw that out there. But, um, the negative to it is not schools trying to open up and do shit because they send the governor. But it, hmm. that's another conversation hmm. for another day. We're not going to go into it. We gave, we gave y'all a damn um, extendo clip this week, a loud pack. So. Hopefully you enjoy it. Yeah, I'm saying all that good stuff. So, uh, like per usual, man. Until next time, man. Go check out the uncle. But until next time, y'all have a great weekend. Bye, bye, bye. Make it the best friend weekend. Bye, 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 bye. Yeah, we out. Bye, bye. I ain't got much, but I got enough. Shout out, uncle.